0: And you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match for Lava, and it is Tuesday. So, pretty early on in the week, and not really a lot going on. There have been a couple restocks of a few items that I've been looking at and been going after to not really uh much i guess success uh so it's been a bit of an interesting beginning to the week with just some of the releases that we've had and we do have some better releases coming up later on in the week looking at the dunk low ceramics and a couple other shoes that will be coming out so pay attention to those and get prepared for those because those will be very very profitable shoes so i i can definitely see those dunks going for at least double but probably more than that and they should be able to appreciate pretty nicely because they are just a really good looking shoe and for those of you who don't know there is a lot of hype behind that shoe because it was one of the original dunk lows that was released as like a japan exclusive back in 2001 and it was exclusive to Japan, so nobody in the U.S. had that colorway shoe, and now they're re-releasing it for the 35th anniversary of the Dunks, which is this year, and they are bringing it to the U.S., so obviously there would be a lot of hype behind that because this shoe has probably been a fairly elusive shoe for shoe collectors unless you're going and buying something from somebody in Japan or you're buying it at a huge huge price on StockX you're probably going to be trying to get this shoe if you want to add it to your collection or maybe you just like the colorway so it's a very very good option for people who have wanted this shoe for a while but haven't been able to get it so that being said there will be a lot of hype behind the shoe because think about it people have been wanting this thing for like 20 years now so it will be It'll be a very, very sought after shoe by sneaker collectors and the sneaker heads alike, and it looks pretty good. I think it. I, li- I think it looks good. I liked the Ugly Duckling, uh, which was also like the the plum colorway that they did, but these ones look good too. The ceramics do not disappoint, and I think they did a pretty good job with them as well. So. I'm excited about those, and I'm excited for the rest of the releases we have this week. I'm really gearing up, though, because we do have a lot of Black Friday deals coming out. There are a lot of things I need to learn personally. I'm probably going to have to go just start messaging people and asking them, hey, what's working for you, what's not working for you, Um, and just trying to reach out to them that way. Uh, Just talking with one of my buddies who he's been in the discord and botting community for a long time he really kind of gets how to interact with people there and just how to talk to people in general and it's awesome to see that i like to learn from people that are like that have that kind of mindset that are very good at that because oftentimes they're just very very they're very good to talk to and they have a lot of uh, head knowledge and stuff that's really awesome to kind of pick their brain sometimes and stuff so i've been talking to him a little bit and he basically told me that one of the best ways for him to interact with people and learn from them is to reach out to them and provide them with some sort of value and then, you know, give them an ask to see what is working for them. And I've always kind of struggled with that thinking, what kind of value will I ever provide somebody? And looking at what Gary Vee always says, he always says, provide value, provide value, provide value. And that's easy with what I do on Instagram because it's very simple. Nobody ever really like provide nobody's sending me things usually um i've had some people reach out to me and and hit me up with some links and stuff like that to shoes or say hey you should check this out it's restocking on this website and stuff which is awesome and i really appreciate that for the most part it's just throwing stuff out there that people i think should know and hopefully can learn from but doing that in a one message thing is kind of difficult and so he basically said just tell them what you're doing tell them exactly what you're doing and say this is what was working for me and now it's not Here's what, what's what been working for you. And I never thought about it that way, but that sort of thing is a great way to provide value because they get to see what other people in the community are doing. And that's one of the toughest things about sneakers and botting and all of it. It's such a, such a closed mouth community. And I think that part of it makes sense. You don't want people to use the same setups or the same methods or the same whatever that you are because you want to be able to get the most shoes possible and the more people that know about that, they're going to tell their friends and they're going to tell their friends and soon it spreads throughout the whole community and things get shut down. Uh, Bypasses get clipped. People who are in the sneaker community have been dealing with the bypasses getting clipped recently. I I just saw this. There was a a massive bypass for one of the websites that I have been trying to buy off of and it worked really well. I was able to get by on a few queues and, and be able to check out and then I'm looking on Twitter at one of the Twitter accounts that I follow that has 45, 50,000 followers and they just tweeted out the method and everybody, every single person reacting was just like, are you insane? Why would you, why would you put that out there? And I get it, but there are some things that maybe you don't want to put out there because once too many people get it in their hands, it ruins it for everybody. And so I think that that may have honestly been a little bit of the intent because what was happening is you had so many people that knew and were trying to buy them for resale, so they were doing the bypass and buying these items and then reselling them where several people who just wanted them for personal didn't know the bypass because they weren't in reselling groups, they didn't find out from their friends, and they weren't getting them. So I think it was a little bit of creative sabotage by, uh, by the account because they are more of a let's get the products in the hands of the people who want them versus the resellers. Uh, I Just a lot of bigger sneakerheads and stuff are like that um, so just kind of looking at that, it was interesting. It was a kind of an interesting tactic if that was what their intent was, but it did get it clipped. The company found out they quickly adjusted and changed the things on their website and things were back to the way that they should have been from the start, but obviously weren't. So working off of that, just thinking about that for a second, um, the reason, I guess the reason that I, I kind of went into that is because there are so many different things that you can provide value with but you kind of got to pick and choose what you do but it was awesome to see that even something that i wouldn't consider valuable you know this is a setup that's not working for me but sending that to somebody it is something that they could find very valuable because they could say okay well that's not working for them i'm definitely not going to do that i've been thinking about using uh, these proxies i've been thinking about using these delays i've been thinking about using any of this stuff and now i'm not going to because that guy clearly it's not working for him so and there's a lot of factors that play into it and stuff, but it's just good to get information around it. It helps both parties out. The more you know, the more you're able to adjust and and do better with. So that is something I'm probably going to be doing a little bit tonight, just reaching out to people saying, hey, what's working for you? Here's what's not working for me. Here's what is working for me. And trying to get their feel for what, what has been working for them because there are a lot of big restocks around Black Friday. We have a lot of big sneakers coming out Black Friday. We have a lot of big consumer goods coming out Black Friday, a lot of good deals. It's going to be a little bit crazy and I am really wanting to make sure I have all my stuff together. The only issue is that I I got a credit card recently which allows me to really ramp up what I'm buying and it's not I've never had an issue with paying for things. I've had an issue with maxing out my credit cards because my credit card limits are fairly low. I'm right out of college. They're not going to probably give somebody out of college that makes relatively decent money but nothing crazy a huge credit limit. And so I was able to find a credit card that gave me what I needed to work with for now and it hopefully will be in because that is going to be the ticket to being able to win Black Friday and it's a shame I should have applied for it before I was running into a little bit of an issue with trying to figure out how credit limits work and how credit scores work and stuff because I was thinking about a whole lot of different kind of things I was planning on doing in the upcoming months ahead that would possibly involve that and ultimately just kind of said you know what screw it I'll just get it and whatever happens happens and I should have done that earlier because now I'm kind of at the at the bitter end I guess of trying to get this thing and hopefully it working and stuff so hopefully it comes in early enough that I can use it and stuff it would be a huge massive help to me and that would be what I'm kind of looking at so That is something that I will be working on as well, trying to keep up with that and then get that thing in, get it ready, get it set up, and then hopefully use it on the upcoming drops and stuff, but just trying to learn. There's so much to learn in this community from other people, whether it's sneakers, whether you sell on Poshmark, whether you sell on Amazon, whether you do wholesale, whether you do private label, and trying to stay active in all those communities that you think you may want to be a part of at some point down the road is massive. It really brings you along and can really teach you a lot of of information, especially from these people that have made the mistakes. Think about it. If you're new at reselling and you come to listen to this podcast, you're probably going to hear a lot of mistakes that I made. And you may go, okay, well, fine. I'm not going to take a priority mail bubble mailer and wrap it up into a pretzel and try and ship it through. They may not appreciate that. Or I'm not going to ship something to a buyer that is – is um that I say is in one condition that may be in another or or anything that comes up in this podcast that I've done before or or anything that I've made a mistake with you can learn from and say okay well that's something that I'm definitely not going to do and so it's good to keep involved with those communities because you can learn a lot from those people that have made these mistakes before so I say all that because I've been thinking a lot about learning that's one of the biggest areas that I struggle with I, I I've always been able to learn and stuff but Putting the adequate amount of time into learning versus doing is one of my most difficult kind of balances I think because there's just so much to learn and at some point you have to act on it. I know a lot of head knowledge on a lot of different topics because I've listened to a lot of podcasts, I've listened to um, a lot of, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on on reselling and stuff so I have a decent amount of, of idea of how things work but actually going and executing on those things is a much different game and something that usually doesn't work out very well. So at least at first, you have to learn the ropes and get your, get your wits about you and then you can go full swing into something. So for me, looking at that, I have been thinking a lot about learning and I got an email today from eBay that said something about, hey, do you wanna learn more about eBay? And it had a couple things about some sort of academy on it and I was like, what is this? And then it said, learn how to do eBay for free, enroll now. And so it was from eBay I clicked it and they've made a full – I don't know if it's a reselling course. I, I don't know what it is. I haven't looked too much at it. But I basically enrolled myself and it is a an online – kind of like a online course as to how to sell on eBay. And it goes from the basics of listing an item to it says like advanced topics and how to do improve your sell-through rates and stuff like all these different things that I think are – Pretty valuable for eBay and if you've been doing eBay for a while like I get it you probably know all this stuff and I've been doing eBay for a decent bit too but there's always things that I can learn and the one thing that I've come to understand through everything that I've through everything that I've been kind of working on is that if somebody who makes a product tells you how to use the product nobody knows better than them and they definitely want you to be the most successful because They want you to tell tell your friends about it. They want you to talk to people about it. If you're using a a bot to bot shoes, that person who made the bot, the developer, wants you to be as successful as possible. If they give you a guide of how to set up your bot, you follow that thing to a T. You make sure that your your I's are dotted, your X's are crossed exactly the way that they tell you to, and you're probably at your greatest chance for success because – At that point, the person who makes it wants other people to get hyped up about it. They want other people to see what a great job that they've done, and then it builds up the value of their piece of property that they've created with their computer and and developmental skills. So, that's something that a bot developer would do. And these companies like eBay, Amazon, Poshmark, and Mercari, if they tell you to do something, it's probably not just for their benefit. It's probably for yours as well because they want you to sell. That's the number one priority. Think about it. Their only goal is to get you to sell because that's what they make their money off of. That's that's their business. eBay is not uh, out there selling. They're a little bit different than Amazon because Amazon, we go away, Amazon won't be doing nearly the, the amount of volume that they will with some of the retail products that they do because resellers make up a, a significant portion of some of the products on Amazon but we go away Amazon's fine because Amazon can support themselves off of the products that they have for now at least it appears that way they have so many Amazon Basics products they have so many other companies selling through them they're basically online Walmart but they do it better and they are at the point where they are the sellers as well eBay is not that way Mercari is not that way Poshmark I don't believe that they sell anything they're not that way either they need sellers and they need people on their selling and if you do something to deliberately cause sales to tank, the people all the way from the top all the way to the bottom start to lose money and it trickles down and nobody wants that. So their main objective is to get you to sell and get you to sell as quickly, as efficiently and as most profitably as possible because that's how they make the most money. They want you to sell something for $100 instead of $50 because think about it, that $100 is extra money in their pockets. However, if it's not worth $100, they want you to sell it at $50 because if you list it at $100 and it never goes anywhere, you're one, clogging up their site with meaningless listings and two, they're not going to make any money anyways. So. Why would they waste their server space on a listing that doesn't even matter? They, they want you to sell something at the price that it should sell for. So it's interesting. I pay attention when companies put out information about their own product like that because their goal is to make you as successful with their product as possible. That way you come back. That way you buy more. That way you tell other people about it. And that's eBay is no different. eBay wants you to be successful. They want you to make as much money as possible because that makes them money, but then you also are making a lot of money. And what happens when people ask you, hey, what do you do for a living? Or, hey, what what's changed in your life? You look like you have paid off your debt. You look like you have acquired a little bit of equity in some companies via stocks and stuff. You look like you have, They, you, you could see a change in somebody when they start actually making a ton of money and, and don't start spending it like. Like frug- they start spending things more frugally because that's what typically happens to resellers you end up realizing that you don't really need that many things it's just like kind of the common pattern if you talk to a lot of resellers they kind of be like well I started going to thrift stores I realized things are super cheap there and I don't buy that many things anymore so that's at least a trend that I've noticed with a lot of resellers but The point is they want you to continue to sell and they want you to talk to other people about it. They want to bring awareness to their platform because if for nothing else, those people may not sell on their platform, but they may say, wow, I didn't know that was sold on eBay. I didn't know I could buy new items on eBay. I thought it was only for auctions. I thought it was only for garage sale stuff. I didn't think anything new was sold there. There's a lot of people with that mindset. And so it it brings a a lot of value to the eBay brand for them to have you do well. And so when they put something out there like that, It makes sense to go do it, and I fully intend on getting involved with that because I do want to know what they have to say about their platform. They've been very quiet about it for the most part. they put out videos. they put out a couple things, but they haven't really put out that much information. What this looks like is like a full $1,000 course on, on how to do eBay that you would buy from some fake eBay guru, except this one's put out by the people that made the product. So if you get that email, I would encourage you to go look at it and see what, is all involved with it because there could be some really helpful information in there now it may be a lot of basic stuff I don't know I haven't looked at the videos but there are like 34 videos there of how to sell on eBay it's probably worth something in there is going to be worth my time I don't know what it is I feel like something in there is going to be worthwhile to learn so I'm going to go ahead and try and watch them and see what returns value out of there and then maybe provide that on the podcast as well so that is kind of what my goal is. I don't know if they've rolled it out to everybody either. I've been lucky and fortunate enough to be able to get some of these programs that they've done ahead of time, like, well, maybe maybe not manage payments. That really wasn't maybe the most fortunate thing because it really hasn't worked out the way that they said it would, but they have provided me with these things. Some of their sellers that um, have a little bit more volume and stuff, like last year I probably wouldn't have gotten it, but this year I did, and it's been... Awesome to be able to try out some of these new platforms and programs and stuff. So that's what my plan is. I'm going to give it a shot. If you don't have it in your mailbox, don't worry about it. I'm sure that they'll probably roll it out to everybody at some point. But I don't know if they're just doing it as a Q4 thing. I don't know if it's because eBay's under new management. I don't know what their deal is, but they have rolled this out, and I'm excited to give it a try. So I would encourage you to go check your uh, go check your inbox in your email or go check your eBay messages. See if they've sent you anything. And if they did, I would encourage you to give it a try because that's what my plan is. I want to see if it transforms my business in any way, shape or form and see what they have to say about eBay. See what eBay has to say about eBay. So with that being said, I am going to go today. But You guys have a good rest of your Tuesday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.